Good morning, sir. Thanks for joining us on WKOK's On the Mark this morning. Mark, great to be with you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. So thank you so much. Let's start out with your personal experience uh, last week during the violent pro-Trump insurrection at the Capitol. Well, Mark, it was a terrible day for the country when you have um, a group of domestic terrorists who are, uh, as we now know, just days later, we didn't know this even a few days after the event, uh, hitting police officers over the head beating them with, you know, the, the pole holding an American flag. And uh, now there's testimony from police officers just this morning about uh, them trying to get a police officer's gun and saying, let's shoot him with his own gun. Uh, an allegation against a guy from Pennsylvania, Delaware County, throwing a, um, a fire extinguisher that hit the police officers in the head. Uh, as we know, one police officer was killed and uh, and other, several other individuals killed, and God only knows how many injured. So when you see that happen, uh, there has to be accountability, and um, that's that, that's just the that, that's just the reality. I just happened to be in the chamber, uh, like most other senators, when um, when this unfolded. There always is a question of culpability here. How can you characterize who's most culpable for what happened last week? Well, first of all, the president began to tell a lie. Um, he actually started the lie before the election. He basically told the American people over and over again, if I lose, uh, it, it was stolen. Uh, he knew that was a lie when he, when he said that. And then when the election results came in, that uh, he, with that that lie as a predicate, that falsehood, deliberate falsehoods, over and over again to the American people, then he he just perpetuated that lie. Then you had a lot of Republican politicians in Congress that were perpetuating the lie, and I think those members of Congress should be censured at a minimum. Whether they should be expelled or not is another question, but they should at a minimum should be censured for perpetuating a lie that would lead to the overthrow uh, of an American election based upon a lie. There's not a shred of truth to the president's lie. Joe Biden uh, won the election fairly and lawfully, and uh, that's why I think this impeachment process has to go forward. We have no choice in the Senate. Once articles of impeachment arrive in the Senate, we have to have a trial. That's what the Constitution provides. There's no, we can't avoid our responsibility and say, let's just not do it. What about uh, U.S. House members, including some from around here who voted no on Pennsylvania's slate of electors? Are they complicit also? They're certainly complicit in the overthrow or the attempted overthrow of an election. Um, they're, they're, uh, that, when you, if you supported an objection, to the certification, the, the final, the final step in the process of certifying the electoral votes after the the, the actual votes were certified. The only thing, the only thing Congress was doing was ministerial. Joe, um, uh, Mike, Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi had zero power to change that. Zero. It didn't matter what they said. If, if one of them stood up and, and said something contrary to the, the the electoral votes, it would be of no consequence. So to, 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 to incite people to come to the Capitol and commit acts of violence to say over and over again, hang Mike Pence, a conservative Republican, a governing partner of the president, all of it based upon a lie, 
uh, is a crime of some kind. It's either a criminal violation uh, or it's a constitutional crime. And in this case, maybe the constitutional crime is worse than a than a criminal violation. So if you're a member of Congress and you per, if you participated in that lie and you voted to support the objection, I mean, I'm pissed off at them because they voted against Pennsylvania. But, but, but whether I'm pissed off or not doesn't matter. They, they voted against the voters of Pennsylvania. Because you can't tell people a lie and then say, but my election to Congress was okay. My election to Congress was, was lawful, but the presidential election was not. So that was, a, that, was a, that was a double lie they told over and over again. And they should be censured. They want us to forget about it but we're not going to forget about it. Why impeach? I think small, and I think, well, what's the point? The president's going to be out of office anyway. Explain, uh, you, you did say one sentence earlier that the trial has to proceed, so that's one reason. But wh- why go through all of uh, that? What, how important is a conviction in the Senate? Well, b- because it's, it's important to, to send the message to any future uh, tyrant, or would-be tyrant, or autocrat. <clears throat> that's what. That's how the president's tried to govern. He he admires those rulers around the world that crush dissent and knock people over the head and violate human rights. He seemed to he seemed to want to do that here, but the Constitution on most days uh, did prevent him from doing that. But if you don't send that message, look. The last thing the last thing I want to do is, is to spend uh, uh, the next couple of days or the next two or three weeks, whatever it takes to be talking about Donald Trump and talking about what happened in the past. No one wants to do this. Do you think we really want to do this? I want to get. I want to move on and close that chapter and work on the, the challenges that people of Pennsylvania face. We have a terrible virus that is still raging. We've got a vaccine, thank God, but we've got a hell of a long way to go, month after month of suffering that we've got to deal with, and we've got to provide relief to the American people either directly in terms of what Joe Biden all in last night, another $1,400 on top of 600 But schools need a lot of help, like Joe Biden all in. That's what I want to talk about. But we're not, we, we can't just pretend this didn't happen. And um, that, that's, that, that's the reality. We are here because of Donald Trump and his supporters. People genuflecting, politicians genuflecting to him instead of uh, choosing the Constitution. And the choice is clear. There's no third option. You either support the Constitution or you support a, uh, a tyrant, a dictator. Uh, good morning, Senator. <clears throat> My name's John Shipman, and I'm here with uh, in the studio with Mark. Um, as politics aside, I'd like to ask you a question. Um, I, I wholeheartedly support your con- con- condemning of the violence at the Capitol. However, uh, we've had violence in the country uh, all year long, and uh, I was on your website and on the Internet for a considerable period of time uh, last evening, and uh, I can't find one time that you condemned violence in the country generally. And my personal opinion is violence is never acceptable, no matter who it is and no matter what your cause is. And I'd like to, you to address that. How, how do you look at violence? Do you feel that some violence is justified, or are you against all violence? Uh, could you uh, uh, sort of clarify that for us, please? No, violence is never justified. <clears throat> I've said that over the course of my time as a public official. And I think that's uh, one thing that most public officials agree on in both parties. 
Um, but w- when you when you tell a lie over and over again, and you're a member of Congress who is perpetuating the lie uh, the, about the election, um, th- this this is one of the results of that. You those people who stormed the Capitol, I don't I don't know how many um, believed the lie 100 percent, but it seems like a lot of them did. And a lot of them were saying, I, we were sent here by the President of the United States uh, to do this. And it was, it was unlawful. It was against our Constitution. And for, for all those, um, uh, for all those uh, uh, domestic terrorists and their enablers in Congress who say they support law enforcement, what a, what a joke that is. They don't support law enforcement. They don't support uh, the Constitution. They support the lie, and they support one man, and that is ju- that's just that, I think that's just as clear as day. And there has to be a consequence for that. This isn't a dispute over policy or a different point of view about a bill or a, a legislative initiative. This is a question of whether or not you support the Constitution, and they they failed in that, and there should be a consequence for them. Why is Mitch McConnell supporting or leaning towards the impeachment? What's what's the maneuver there? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't pretend <laughs> to know what. You can't read his mind. Him. Okay. I, I, I do think that Mitch McConnell finally seemed to tire of Donald Trump. I think he probably, my guess is, and I don't know this for sure. It's just a guess, but he probably blames him for losing the the Senate majority, and and probably also, um, you know, after after being in a building that was being stormed. I mean, those people weren't coming in to have a discussion about the election. They were coming in to uh, overturn the election, to literally get the electoral uh, uh, college, get those certifications, and uh, destroy them, uh, most likely. But they were definitely there to find members of Congress and either kill members of Congress or injure them or... uh, take them as as hostages that's why you know you saw the zip ties and you saw people in full military gear usually don't you usually don't show up for a political discussion or debate with um, full military gear gear and zip ties and lots of weapons Um, and uh, the more we learn about this attack the the more we realize uh, how directly uh, it was inspired by what the president said I mean the president said among other things he said is fight like hell and if you don't fight like hell you're not going to have a country anymore this uh, that's his words uh, like an apocalyptic if you don't do this we're not going to have the country that we say we we have right now so this is what happens when you you tell tens of millions of americans over and over again uh, a lie and um Now the American people are paying the price for it. Thank you so much for your time. Any additional closing remark, anything else you want to add? No, no, I think the most important thing going forward after this this chapter is is over, and I hope it's over in days, not weeks. Look, we have a lot of work to do. We've got to make sure that uh, people in Pennsylvania get more help to deal with this virus. Uh, We still are at record death numbers on on a daily basis in the country. And it's a little better. It's a little bit of leveling off at the state, but we got a long way to go. And we've got a lot of people who lost their jobs and lost their small businesses. And and we've got to make sure that we support. Uh, in my judgment, we should support what what uh, 
President-elect Biden talked about last night, a robust plan, not something that's nibbling around the edges. We've got to help people who are who don't have enough to eat. We've got to help people that are out of work. We've got to help uh, state and local governments plug holes in their budget so they don't have to lay people off, because uh, a lot of the job loss would come with uh, state, state budgets and, and local budgets being slashed because uh, politicians in Washington didn't want to help state and local governments. So we have a long way to go. And then on top of that, we also, I think, need a, a new uh, economic plan to get the, the economy out of the ditch because our economy is in pretty bad shape right now. So we have a lot of work to do, and we've got we've to do that um, uh, together. So I think there can be unity uh, on, the, on the public policy issues that, and the, the challenges facing the country. Thank you so much for your time today. Very much appreciated. Enjoy next week. I know you've had some hopeful messages, too, as we look forward to the inauguration. So thank you so much for checking in today. Thanks very much. Appreciate you calling. Do that. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, U.S. Uh, Senator Bob Casey, of course, a Democrat, uh, was in Washington, D.C., as the House and Senate were during the violence last week.